it is our first Friday panel of 2023 and with us in studio this morning to discuss the hot topics of the week as it were are Leitrim Finnegale councillor Enda McGlone from Drum Shambo and from Drum Ahir, former general election candidate Bernie O'Hara uh, definitely not of the Finnegale party isn't that right Bernie? That's definitely not anyway yeah, <laughs> get that straight straight off <laughs> Or a supporter I assume maybe not, not but not, anyway no. Welcome to you both in any case and thank you for, for joining us uh, on the Friday panel and uh, well let's let's begin with the politics as both of you have direct interest in it and the res- the very sudden resignation of Junior Minister Damien English over that planning matter during the week and do you think he was right to resign had he had he any choice in the matter no I think he was right he had no choice um, obviously he goes back a long time but I suppose at the particular time he was asked a question in terms of his planning that did he have another property and at that time there was a property in his name and uh, he didn't uh, state the fact and therefore I suppose that was uncovered by um, a particular website, a journalistic investigation on that and I think he had no choice in the matter. Um, Damien is somebody that I've known a lot over the last number of years. Uh, He's worked very hard in his brief um, he was very helpful to us, for example, in Drumshambo, where we were hoping to have a second food hub uh, at the bottom of the town and as an old idea, advanced factory. And he worked very hard through Enterprise Ireland to ensure that we got the necessary funding. So from a personal point of view, I'm sad to see him go. He's a hard worker. The people of Mead West have returned him consecutively since 2002. And I suppose ultimately uh, he will have to face his own people in terms of the next general election if he so wishes. But in terms of his job as minister, I think he had no choice. Yeah. Uh, the argument now or the suggestion in some quarters is that not only should he have resigned as a minister, he should step down as a TD. Do you think that's relevant or no, not? No, I, I think um, we all as politicians face the people every five years and the people make that decision. If he decides to run, then the people of Midwest are sovereign. I think every everybody from the opposition back have said that quite clearly. And that's how politics works. Yeah. Uh, Bernie, your thoughts on the Damien English <coughs> resignation? Well, I think definitely he should have resigned. He should have been thrown out. But not only that, there should be criminal charges brought against him. If that was anybody in any other walk of life, there would be criminal charges brought against them. Mm. And like, we you, always you, hear you this... Don't, ca- you don't think it might have been an honest mistake or oversight on his behalf when well, he was doing you know, up the application? Like, I mean, I heard somebody talking about this the other day. They were saying they bought something and then they were sort of worried maybe it was a stolen or anything else. Like, And they would say to the, the guards, well, you know, I didn't know, I didn't think. But th- that excuse won't work. Like, you know, a person in a position as high as he is, like, I mean, should be very certain when he's making returns. But not only that, then you have these people that do this and then they resign. And then we hear about how great they were and all the good they've done. And they've done this and they've done that, they've done the other thing and that's fair enough but that was their job that is exactly what they were paid to do Mm. and very very well paid to do it so at the end of the day what he did was absolutely 100% wrong he was right to to resign and if he didn't resign he should have been sacked I mean it's it's like everything else people the higher your position in life the better the example you should give and the more accountable you should be when something is wrong like we all have to take account for if we do something make mistakes ourselves and all the rest but they're in positions like where this just can't happen like and So we could all say it was a mistake, like. Yeah, but but just on that, do you have any sympathy for politicians where, I mean, it's getting, well, it is, and maybe it should be at the stage where you have to have every I dotted and T crossed in your past life before you could even aspire to 
higher office in this country or any other country. Is that, is that the way it should be, do you think? The thing about it is... And I guess know, it's not it, a defensive it, Damien English, but... It's, it's certainly when you're in politics, when you're in that position. He's a minister. Like, he's not just a TD, he's a minister. And, like, I mean, at the end of the day, if there is something in your past life and you say to yourself, look, I need to get that sorted out and address that and, you know, hands up, like, here, you know. But, um, like, I mean, everyone... Like, I mean, every, you can't you can't hold against, people's past against them before they go into politics. The people elect them knowing their past. But this yeah. is sort of different now. Okay, uh, it's not a good start for Leo Varadkar, is it? And well, it's, it's, it makes it difficult for him. Of course, there now is a position free uh, for a junior well, uh, minister. I, I think you made a very strong point there earlier yourself. You know, the next local elections are coming up next May, 12 months, and the general election sometime before or after, whatever the timing of that is. And I suppose, you know, it's, there's a very high requirement. I was presented with the same document last Monday at the council meeting to fill up. And, it, you know, it's a quite comprehensive document. And I'm, for example, director of a number of non-for-profit companies, local community development organisations. And, you know, it's very easy in some respects to maybe make a mistake, forget about one that you're involved in most of the things I'm involved in are not uh, commercial in that sense. And, uh, you know, to expect that, you know, somebody will make a mistake. I know, for example, in terms of Damien English, this particular house was on his family landholding. It was something uh, that he inherited from his grandparents. So, you know, I'm not suggesting for any means a defence. He has made that decision. And I am saying, uh, personally speaking, in terms of when I asked him to get involved in and help us with a project that was going to benefit my community in terms of jobs delivery, he was at hand to do that. And I think for that reason, you know, somebody else could say, well, look, at you wait in the line. Well, I'm not suggesting he wasn't oh. paid for to do it. What I'm suggesting is that he was a good minister. And mm. uh, that's my experience of him. And I will not uh, say anything else. Right. OK. Um, yeah. And there's questions coming in in relation to afforestation and county leasing, which we'll get to very, very shortly. But Bernie, I know you're not happy at all, as many people aren't, with the, the, the situation with our health service and all this talk about perfect storms and it's the time of the year and the situation is one which is um, consistent with uh, other European countries. You think more needs to be done? I think that it's outrageous what is happening in our hospital services. <clears throat> Good people for years and top of years worked hard in this country. They built a great country and we have a few people, we have three people in Dublin, three dictators and they are destroying the country. They're destroying it bit by bit and the hospital service has to be the worst of all. Like I mean it's third world country like I mean people sitting on chairs in, in, in casualty areas for 36 hours and longer. <clears throat> people that have been very very ill. It's, it's absolutely outrageous. But the apologies are definitely going to do nothing about it and they cry and they whinge and they shout about it but they do absolutely nothing about it. It just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm. So here's where the media need to come in okay. and the politicians need to get on it as well. We have unions and again, more yes people that sit there in high paid jobs that do nothing except we'll strike. That's the best they can offer when there's a problem. What the union should be doing is there's a health and safety issue definitely above in that hospital. There's a health and safety issue for the patients and there's a health and safety issue for the staff. The unions should be taking court actions against the HSE, against the government for allowing this situation to go on. Court, court actions, yes, so not, not strike action, court no, actions. Court actions, and it's not that nurses in the hospital should be out on strike. It's every public organisation in the country that should be out in support of the hospitals and support of the staff. Make it as difficult as possible for the people that's imposing this on us, and make once it gets difficult for them, we'll start to see something happen. But it needs to go back. The county councils were the first people that gave away the power. They let the power go from the counties in up to Dublin. Mm. Now the politicians, the TDs in Dublin, have let the power go from them 
to three people. There's three people running this country. They need to do whatever it is to take that massive power back from those three people and that the TDs in every political party, all the independents, they all need to have a say in what happens. We cannot be ran by three people. There's pure dictatorship. Okay, the TDs, but sure, that, that's always the way it is after an election. Micheál Martin, Leo Varadkar and Ryan. That, that, that's what we voted they're for. They're elected, right? but they're not elected. To, they're, Mark McSharry was the one that came out and said that nobody could make a suggestion even in Fianna Fáil. It was down to the one person made all the decisions. Well, if that's the case, do you agree with everything that Fine Gael are doing? Do you agree with the state of the hospitals? And don't tell us it's like this in Europe or in France, it's like everywhere. We're talking about what's happening in Ireland. So you obviously feel you're in agreement. If you were there, you would vote for the situation in this country. Like everything, like I mean, we have poverty beyond all. We have homeless people. It's unbelievable. Like it's, yeah, it's Well, I, I'm glad, Bernie, that you're going to put your name in front of the people the next time because you seem to have all the solutions. You seem to... I Advocate for a utopia where everything is grand. This this country has come out of a I'm terrible not scenario. With COVID grand. I, I expect everything to be. As yeah, the, but you, you, I don't you, expect you, people to be sitting on, on chairs for thirty six hours. And the three in people hospitals. you talk about were elected by Dáil Éireann in their various positions. But the, and the people elected were elected to be dictators. Though, and you put your name on your ballot paper, and you see you, you weren't successful in that endeavour. But this hundred and sixty other TDs were, and they made a decision. And in they terms have of, allowed you know, three people to make all the decisions. They have given away the power the people gave them to allow. three three people to make the decisions. They, they, all they're capable of doing now is coming on radio and chatting. Decisions are made in the Dáil Éireann. They're votes every, every Wednesday evening. It, you, yeah. you go so, the, so if there's an issue with it, the TDs have an so opportunity. So you believe, you believe that this country's well ran. You just look at the hospital mm. up here in Sligo. You look at the homeless. You look, look, well. at, look at I'm, the amount of people that are homeless. All the families and the children that are homeless. Mm. People that are on, on the streets that go need to go and get food bags. Like, I mean, in fairness, if you think this country's been well ran, you really need to go out and about and start talking to yeah, I'm a public representative. I, I know myself. Well, you I don't know need that to be that's happening. by you or anybody you else. Well, Absolutely not. Don't need your lecture. No, that. you don't need my lecture. You don't want to hear the truth. Nah, that's, that's, that's the problem with you. You take it as no, being a lecture. No, well, no. If, if you take it as a lecture, then maybe you'll do something about it. No. Because they're the facts. People 36 hours on beds in hospitals. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, what 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 do you think, uh, Councillor uh, McGlone, Ender McGlone? What, what should be done to alleviate the situation with the health crisis? And what... Should the government be doing more? Or are they doing all they can? Or where, where do you see the the problem well, here? Suppose, What's causing all this? I suppose, look at there's two central issues here. One is, is in the terms of the lack of beds. And I know in Sligo, for example, there's approval for a 45-bed extension. That is something that needs to be moved quicker than it is. The Minister for Health, when he was here uh, in the constituency uh, a couple of months back, uh, indicated that because of issues around the Children's Hospital in Crumlin, that these uh, issues of procurement and getting these projects off ground are badly held back. I think that's something, for example, uh, that needs a huge amount of effort in terms of bringing it forward because that's the number one thing. We have a lack of beds within our hospital network. Also, we have issues in terms of staff recruitment. For example, um, in the last number of years, we've had a, a scenario where there has been huge permanent capacity over nine, 950 new acute hospital beds, over 340 commuter beds, 25% more ICU beds, 16,000 more staff, including five and a half, four and a half thousand nurses. Like these are all things that were done in the last two years. But That's obviously more needs to be done. More That's needs the problem, to be though. 
Sorry. Oh, just, just, we'll just let Henda finish on that. And we're back. in a scenario at the moment where we've had a huge difficulty with um, viral infections and flus and uh, coupled with that COVID. Like this is a hugely difficult and challenging. But it's not, it's, as I said, in terms of, for example, in Europe, in the NHS, I watched uh, Question Time, a programme on BBC the other night, and there was a similar scenario in a lot of the UK hospitals. So, like, it's, I'm not saying that's a defence, but I'm saying we have huge difficulties, and what I'm suggesting is that uh, this won't be fixed overnight. We need more beds in the system, and obviously we need more staff to help the current staff that are, are really under serious pressure. Well, right. Everything you have said there is not going to fix the problem. What's needed in the system is step-down beds. That's what's needed. You ask well, any of the doctors in the hospital. Yeah. That's what's needed. Care packages for people at home. Make it more po- make it possible for people to be able to stay at home. Make it possible for people to be able to convalesce somewhere for a couple of weeks. People that are living on their own or whatever it is. That's what's needed. If the, if that was all provided for, you wouldn't need the extra beds in the hospital. And right. that is definitely what the problem okay. is. All so, right. Uh, your, your your comments are, are welcome. They're coming in already in numbers. Oh uh, seven one nine eleven eight one zero four is our number to call. You can text or WhatsApp now to oh eight three. Three five hundred, five thirty. Oh my God! Is is Bernie for real? Does she want everything to close down completely uh, by bringing in the union and doing uh, what she says they should do? Uh, good on you, Bernie. Uh, the politicians just don't want to know. Says someone else, and someone else says, "Why not give the Damien English job to Bernie O'Hara?" I don't know if you'd be up for that or not, Bernie. I'm not elected as, as not yet as, anyway. As right. Okay. Well, let's po- let's get to the, the, the controversy I'm over not the in position to fix things, but he is. Let's let's get to the the, the Quilche, um Forestry Investment and Private Investment Fund venture, which is causing so much controversy. Uh, Enda, what are your thoughts? On this, are you in favour of what Quilcher are trying to do? Do you have concerns about it? Um, should the Minister for Agriculture step in, or uh, what are you hearing back in your locality? Yeah, well, I, I agree in terms of the Minister for Agriculture needs to step in. I'm not in favour of it. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, Quilcher controls about seven percent of the land, four hundred and forty thousand hectares across the the country uh, in terms of forestry, and uh, they are looking for an in a outside investors uh, to enable them to uh, look at further investment. I suppose as part of our carbon action plans, uh, we're looking at increasing afforestation right across the country. And um, Quilcha want to be part of that or need to be part of that. But there are certain areas, for example, uh, will this will inevitably cause a huge increase in the price of land. A lot of farmers who want to expand uh, their holding will be outpriced in terms of the purchase of land. We have an issue in Leitrim where 17% uh, or more of our land is in forestry. And yep. I think there's, there's, there's understandable concerns about that level and it has an impact on the rural communities. Um, so I, I think in this scenario... Uh, the minister should intervene and speak with culture and get them to review this particular plan they have in bringing an outside investor on this occasion. Right, OK, well, that's uh, pretty clear how you feel, Bernie. Well, um, it's your case. Welcome back to the landlords. And that's definitely what it is. You have an English company coming in here and, and the Irish taxpayer will pay a culture to manage it for them. Like, I mean, it's out, 
outrageous. It's not a case that the, the, the minister maybe should interfere. The minister certainly should stop this, put a stop to it. And if he don't, the farmers organisation need to get an injunction to stop it. It's outrageous. The yeah. whole forestry thing has been done wrong from start to finish. And what needs to be done with the forestry that would create, that would fix a lot of problems that there is in farming. You have an awful lot of farmers that can't get out of farming because they have no pension, only the ordinary state pension, and they have nothing else they could live on. So they stay in farm, farming until they nearly drop off out of their standing. And here's the thing. If they had if they had organised that all over the country, this would spread the forestry all over the country, if they had said to farmers, if you plant 10% of your of your, your land, if you had 50 acres of land, you plant five acres, and we won't pay you anything for it. But what we'll do is we'll put that into a pension pot for you. And when the person comes to 60 years of age, they can draw a pension out of it. And it would mean that you would have forestry all over the country. You wouldn't have 17% of Leitrim planted. You'd have a bit of land planted, forestry planted all over the country. You would have a situation then where then farmers could leave, forest, leave mm-hmm. farming and hand the, hand the land over to young farmers. You would, <clears throat> there's huge environmental consequences from big plots of, of, of land planted. They're dropping fertiliser on it, which is actually destroying the soil. Do you realise that the soil, that in, in one spoonful of soil, there is more organisms in that than there is people on the planet. And 50% of those have been killed by um, fertilisers, by artificial fertilisers. Yeah. And um, some of them actually, some of them, the food that was grown in them was helping, helping people to avoid dementia, Alzheimer's. There was actually curing them for lung cancer. So th- there's there's an awful lot of effects from from what they're doing with the forestry. And this way, farmers could retire, young farmers could yeah. take over the and, land. And, and what about climate action or climate action targets, which could you that say? If, if 10%, I think we are, at the moment, we're on 11%, are we, of coverage? It needs to be 18 yeah, so therefore, we'll say every farmer, every farmer in the country plants ten percent of of, the, of forestry. It would be you'd have these grandparents then could go out and teach their children, their grandchildren about nature, show them all the teach them all the different trees. It would be beautiful. It would be lovely, and that land would be there for generations to come. Farmers, young farmers coming on, they would have an income for that. The carbon credits coming from that, it would give a pension to farmers forevermore coming on. What you've done with forestry in this country is more of the same. Absolutely outrageous. There is issues too with the, the whole icing is there's a lot of objections and I, I like I mean some farmers like Bernie suggests that they have say 70 or 80 acres and they want to take out the worst 20 or 25 uh, that's more suitable for planting they take that on and that's you know maybe a sustainable way in the future I think in terms of the likes of uh, um, funding or we'll say incentives um, there shouldn't be really in my view any incentives for uh, non-farmers and institutional mm. investors seem to be able to attract huge amount of money I think that's something the government are going to have to look at and that farmers like what Bernie has outlined who do engage in that should get the maximum in terms of uh, supports okay. from, uh, from, from Alright, uh, this person says there are townlands in North Leitrim completely under forestry and have been over the last uh, 60 years or so uh, I've walked through the hospital says someone else and there are empty wards in the hospital empty, uh, come on and challenge that if you will or if you dare to uh, this morning um, good on you Bernie, more people uh, like you are needed uh, to speak up for uh, the on on the important uh, issues and someone else and I don't remember this. Thomas says during the general election campaign in the nineteen eighties, Fine Gael said their ambition was to plant eighty percent of Leitrim. Um, They're getting I, there. I, I, I'm I'm old, but well, I, don't, I don't remember it's that rubbish. Anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That that's yeah. Right. Okay. Bernie, how do you feel about paying one thirty five to post a letter? Well, do you know what? You're in business, I Again, think, aren't you? Again, more of the same. I spend about a thousand euro a month on postage. 
and this is going to be another hike on it now. Like, I mean, how do they expect small, small businesses to survive? But I do realise, like, at the same time, <clears throat> on post need to make money. Yeah. And the thing about this, this is not the way to do it. What on post need to do is, and again, this comes back to the government, they should, like, I mean, does, does anyone think about anything anymore? Do they try and come up with a solution to anything? Like, is it just kind of this, oh, they'll put up, they'll, they'll cry and shout for a while, but they'll take it eventually. What on post need to do is, there's there's areas where I say it's costing more for on post to run the services than in other places. What they need to do is, uh, they need to make some kind of arrangement with some of the couriers and that, that some... The Couriers could drop off in that loan or portage, whatever it is, for the different areas, and they would deliver that for, for. Like, I mean, you could meet the postman coming up the road, and then you could meet the DPD van right behind them, yeah. d- delivering something to where the. So why don't they get into contracts with these people? It would co- it would also have the environmental effect to that of uh, cutting down the. the, yeah. the and but why doesn't so, why don't they get people to sit down and uh, and do this thing and make on post profitable that it doesn't imagine one thirty five for a letter. Yeah, like, did you say a thousand a thousand euro a month? You, a thousand euro a month I spend a post. So that's, that's going to be a hefty hike I for you. It's, so. going be, well, it's, going to be, it's going to be a good hike on it. Like it's, mm. it they're determined. To, and like you can get something smaller when I post. You might get some less. But the hoops you have to jump through to get it, like you'd need a personal employee to be at it. So it's like why don't they get people into these places to come up with with solutions to problems and put them into force? And like I mean it's quite ridiculous. Every yeah. single inst- organisation mm. in this country now is, is crazy. Yeah, uh, and a one thirty-five now for a basic national stamp is that value for money? Do you think, or did did well, Unpost have any alternative? Um, I, I I suppose in terms of Unpost profitability has um, it's fairly strong in the last couple of years, and uh, I I suppose we all use email now, and that's the medium I suppose most of us use to communicate with people. Where to for you can scan documents. I mean, I've been given documents recently where you on a computer you can sign, whereas a number of years ago that would never be heard of. So I suppose yeah. the overall volume of post is going down, and this is the on post response. I, I I'm. Bernie's makes a point there. I'm not in a position uh, to say one thing or other because I, I, I'm not as familiar with as Bernie would be. But in terms of the overall scenario, I'd imagine some of these companies are in competition with Impulse DPD and the various. As you're right, you see them coming and going. And companies that's in competition, but they work together in a different. Like I mean, you look mm. at private business. Like I mean, yeah. there might be competition, but in some cases they say, "Well, look, that's your area. Over there. Like, could you do this for me, or can I mm. do this for you?" And so, mm. like people work together. Like I mean, mm. it's you know. DPD DPD would be paying on post, mm. DPD gains, on post gains, everyone gains. When your business is starting to one, there's one aspect of your business that's starting to go down for whatever reasons, progress or whatever it is, then you start looking at all the other things that you could do. And there's loads of things on post could do. That's like mm. only one mm. of them. Yeah. Like I mean, I could sit here and write up for, for yeah. a day well, on it. Well, should, should on post end it, do you think on post should have more services? Maybe or be given more services, they could make more money and... Uh, well, I'm sure the, the retention of our post offices has been a contentious issue, as we know, in this yeah. area over the past number of years. Well, I heard there recently in one of the media reports that post offices now are uh, doing more and they're actually making a little bit more profit than they were in terms of their um, performance in recent times. But like even at Christmas now, for example, I see the tradition of uh, of Christmas cards have been reducing over yeah. the years. And I think that's a direct consequence of the rise in the postal cost. People are beginning to think 135. There was, there was this particular recent one that was uh, in terms of increase. There was more dramatic ones, uh, certainly in the past two yeah. or three years. Yeah. And uh, you know, you know, I, 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 
presume they have accountants and they have projections and all of that in terms of profit measures. But I just think overall, 135 for a stamp is, is excessive. And if they want to encourage more people to use the purse service, then I don't think this, this is the way to go about it. And um, effectively, in terms of on post, I know that they have been making money the last couple of years and I suppose the people who head up these uh, companies will justify this on the basis of keeping that profit levels going. Okay. Whatever about the price of a stamp, Bernie, what about the increase in the point of Guinness? Does that, does that bother you at well, all? Well, no, or? I think to myself, like, I mean, we won't feed them, we won't l- let them have health service, we let them nothing, and the last thing we're going to surely let them do is enjoy themselves. Like, I mean, you know, take that now as well. Like, you know, what are they trying to do? Like, I don't drink at all. I don't take, I'm a pioneer. And, but the thing about it is, like, I mean, there's loads of people, friends and even that I have that like to go out and have a pint. Like, I mean, it's it's the last draw for a lot of people. Like, they can barely afford to get their shopping. They, they don't go out near as much as they used to go out. And when they go out now, like, I mean, it, it, it's cruel what's going on in this country. It, it, it's criminal. Well... Enda, the, the, yeah, the increase. I, I, I heard my good friend Blaine uh, Gaffney there on your show during the week, uh, Niall, and talking about he had a lot of his figures done and I suppose the justification of that increase he was challenging very strongly and uh, yeah. very uh, eloquently in terms of, you know, that he was saying the, the, the plight of the publican in terms of their costs around energy and heat and staffing costs and everything compared to the breweries. Uh, he felt, and I agree, that the increase of 12 cent was certainly uh, not justified and uh, I suppose at the end of the day Diageo is the company involved here they have a very strong you could say nearly say a monopoly in this country in terms of um, the, the product they have including Guinness and Hop House whatever I'm not as familiar on the drinks as some but, but in terms of their monopoly of pubs they can I suppose as they say do what they like and uh, 12 cent is a fairly strong increase but I mean we've seen the numbers in pubs reduce somewhat yeah. over the years to home drinking and I'm I'm of the view in some cases that it's better to have uh, people in a setting like a pub as opposed to maybe at home because it's it's not healthy in many respects. I think the social aspect of a pub is important and it's important in that sense that people meet, go out and meet and I think the fact that 12 cent from the likes of Diageo is, is certainly not going to encourage that. Right, okay. Uh, and post business is going down since this person, be- person because people just simply don't use them anymore. As someone else says, and post had the ball at their feet back in the day. They travelled all, all routes throughout the country. How on earth did DPD and companies like that ever get such a, such a foothold in this country? Um, right, Bernie, I, I, I think you, you... I won't say you have a record in challenging politicians, but you're certainly not shy in coming forward and doing so, as we can hear only this morning as well. But I don't suppose you ever threw cow dung at a politician, did you? Or would see fit to... I didn't actually know that's kind of, I suppose, that's not actually why you're safe enough there and that's definitely <laughs> one thing I, I, I don't think I would do now in fairness. Yeah. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the way to deal yeah. with any problem. Did, did you have sympathy for Minister Anne Rabbit and Deputy Kieran Cannon when they well, unfortunately I suppose I, I'm had, not going to be a hypocrite either and I'm not going to say that I had no sympathy for them in fairness but I wouldn't do it myself and I don't think it's something that anybody should do but at the same time I really didn't have a lot of sympathy for them let's be honest Yeah you know. I ask you the question because uh, we, we uh, did a piece during the week where apparently TDs have now been urged to avail of personal security alarms to wear comfortable shoes and so forth mm. because of the uh, mm. apparent threats Comfortable uh, shoes mm. Yeah I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I, I'm trying to work out how that would would. Well, is is it because you can run away faster or something? I'm not 
I don't know what it is, but um, I don't know what it is in this I, country. I, 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 I don't make light of you. It is a serious no, issue. But no, but the thing about it is, I, I'm very bad on names. Uh, that man that was beaten up in his home there back, it was 12 months ago now, do you remember the man? Um, he was in a coma in hospital well, for nice. so long. Uh, yeah, Tom, Tom Nyland, yeah. yeah. What was done for people like him after that happened? Do you know what I mean? Were they all given uh, vouchers to get fast shoes, you know, or anything else? A politician's safety is equally as much as important as yours or mine or anybody, but it's no more important. Yeah. And the thing about it is, I know Martin Kenny's leaving his house in Ahavas and he's moving to Carrick and Shannon, and um, he feels that his it's safer. I don't know whether it's the human shield in Carrick or in Shannon or what it is, but or that he thinks they won't find him in Carrick. I don't know what what his reasons behind that is. But the thing about it is, like everyone is entitled to be safe, including politicians. But so were the the old and the people living on their own and. Um, vulnerable people. Everyone is entitled to be safe in their homes. And again, you know, if you if you look at it, there's. I, I'm not condoning any type of violence against anyone. I don't believe in violence of any sort. But you look at like I mean, people sort of turn to violence sometimes because of various issues like poverty, you know, unfair treatment, um, looking at some people being so well off, and you know, corruption and everything else. Maybe if we got to the root of the problem, the reason why people do this mm. might be, might be, you know, make a bit more sense. And there is people that are hurting badly out there through poverty. Their children can't do the things other children can do. You know, I mean, they're living in absolute poverty. And it's not poverty of their own making because a lot of the people living in poverty, yeah. there's two salaries coming into them. So you don't condone it, but you can see maybe the reasons why. I, don't, I definitely don't condone yeah. it, absolutely not. Okay. But I can see, I can see why people might um, resort to this when they see that there's, yeah. no, other, there's no other way to go. We're, we're not heading that way, are we, Ended that? Uh, well, it's a pity Bernie couldn't condone that. I mean, to sing, suggest that somebody's justified in throwing manure at uh, anybody, as a woman especially. I, I think absolutely it's, it's, didn't justify it. I, mean, I, I absolutely well, said well, absolutely. Quite you categorically, condem- I said I didn't. Well, you should condemn it. I mean, it's not something... So, so basically, yeah, you, so basically, so basically, that. I said I absolutely don't condone it, and so well, the thing it, I did wrong was I should condemn it. All right, so I, I should okay. condemn. I mean that kind of behaviour. Like, I mean, that's, that kind that, of if behavior, that's the best argument, and you can no, put up for what I have said. God help you. You're no, li- you're in a poor no, place. I'm just suggesting I don't that, condone that the, it. Okay. I didn't do it myself. I do. I do right, not think it's right. How much more do you want me to say? No, no, that's fine. Yeah, okay. But just just move It is worrying, and Maglone, when we see. You know, you look at look at social media, for example. Yeah. Um, it has gone there's a lot of particular politicians not me but a lot of politicians I read uh, you know are, are are challenged in a way in the terms of the type of stuff that people put up I, I recently saw a post where the former teaching now tarnished Michal Martin was supporting Court McSherry Lifeboat in a swim a charity swim in Cork uh, there around the Christmas time and there was a comment up from somebody, it's a pity the sea didn't drag him back in, which immediately said there's a pity he didn't drown. That's more or less what they were saying in the post. Now that type of stuff is outrageous, you know, and it's it leads then to a frenzy of anger. And, you know, that type of, it's as accept, people see it as, as acceptable behaviour. It's it's not, it builds up an anger. People and don't see it as acceptable behaviour at all. Nobody sees that as no, acceptable no, behaviour. And saying, people pass over, gloss over, as should the politicians. No, yeah, like, I, I, they're I, I, real snowflakes. They've no, turned into be, like, it's outrageous. That, to hear them whinging and crying about silly things, that's no, what no, the time but, okay. began. I'm just giving that as an example, Bernie, of the type of commentary that some people on social media put up about politicians. And I just don't think that's acceptable. And it's then not acceptable it leads on, to put it up about anybody. Absolutely, but... 
in this case we're talking the question that Niall asked us was about uh, politicians and, and 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 this scenario where they feel their personal situation is under threat and we've seen two MPs in the UK were murdered uh, doing their job in terms of their surgery tenure. Aware, yeah, no, no, I am. The point being that, you know, it, it as, as politicians, as I say, it, it's to when they go to a public meeting, they're entitled to get up and say what they feel is the, the, their position without being uh, costed or abused in terms of uh, people throwing anything at them. And uh, I think in terms of, you mentioned earlier about Martin Kenny and uh, like those two particular assaults on, on, on his home. Um, and that his wife who lives on her own when her husband is away working and their children are away she feels unsafe in her house and that's very unfortunate and a shocking situation yeah, absolutely no, no, nobody's and, saying and, that it's and, not yeah. and it's a shocking situation for any place where it happens or anywhere where it happens it shouldn't happen mm, but I just feel overall that a lot of this starts on social media and commentary and even there's yeah. some people if a politician is on here some people will, will ring into a show like this or text into a show their names are never put out there they just send, said something derogatory about somebody, Bernie or myself or any other politician that's here. Sometimes they hide behind that and I don't think that's acceptable. All right, we've we a couple of minutes left. I want to get a, a couple of questions in. I, and, and people are interested to hear what you thought about the, the reshuffle. It wasn't really, I don't know if you call it a reshuffle, just before Christmas, of course, a new Taoiseach we have, but uh, very little change in the ministerial ranks. I, I, I don't think you're going to be impressed in any well, shape no, or form, Bernie. In all fairness, like really and truly, we have two Taoiseachs in the one government that are both going to take pensions from it. We have new ministers and the, the ministers that went before them, they're all going to take. So there's going to be double pensions for, um, out of this government for a government that has brought the country to poverty, brought an awful lot of the people to poverty. And they'll tell you about how much money's there and the extra money they made and all the rest and all the rest. But that's not filtering down to the people that's paying it, yeah. and it's it's the people that, that's that, that's very very badly off that are paying that money in there. It sh- and it's not being used for the good of the people. What are they using for? They're using to give extra pensions to themselves. Like I mean, it's it's outrageous what's going on. And like I mean, what do you mean extra pensions to themselves. Well, there's two pensions. There's going to be two Taoiseachs paid a pension from this government. There yeah. was two. They're they're two and a half years each. So they're yeah. both going to get a pension from that. That was the decision of the all to elect. Yeah. Well, well, okay. It doesn't matter whether it's the decision there, of the Donald. There, it's not right that two people any, can get a pension. Is there any minister in government at the moment who, who you would admire or give credit to at all, Bernie, off the top of your head? I mean, the thing about it is um, I, I don't have a problem with, like, I mean... Anyone, unless they're not doing their job, and from what I can see, is like I mean, they, they can't do their jobs in a lot of cases, as I would say about a lot of the TDs. Okay. They, their hands are tied because they are being ruled by three people, and that's the facts of it. All right, and okay. if they weren't, if they weren't being ruled by three people, why are we listening to politicians all the time coming in shouting okay. right. about and, this and that? And you're and being at, able to do nothing about you're it. at the coal face. What, what did you make of the reshuffle? Were you do you think there should have been more a widespread changing of of the guard, as it were, or or not? Well, look at. Uh, the, the programme for government um, set out clearly that there was to be a change in, in December and which t- took place. It's up to, I suppose, both uh, leaders and the three leaders to decide in terms of their parties who they'll nominate for government and um, whether it was a decision to bring in new people or other, I think, in terms of some of the issues, uh, sometimes the argument is there uh, to keep ministers that are well aware of the brief and have uh, experience in that scenario uh, to stay where they are. And that's the decision that was taken mm. um, by the party leaders and that's fine. I think 
think, uh, you know, in terms of a budgetary situation, Bernie suggests that the country is heading down the tubes and I'd suggest to her that she look at the overlying figures in terms of this country that we were able to provide up to five billion for a budget back in December and still have five billion to be in a scenario where we can be put away for a rainy day. So there are the figures. No Absolutely, but there's an awful yeah. lot of people, uh, you know, are benefiting so from right from way. from from social welfare increases. There's a lot of people who are working, have experienced benefit in this budget in terms the of extra tax concessions. You know, but 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 Bernie, you you know, you have all these solutions. You know, yeah, and, 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 and I'm suggesting to you, I'm suggesting to you that, that well, well, I, well, I'd, I'd argue with you that some of the solutions are are, don't, are not going to work which because you'll know. because you because because no no no. Well, you you you'll have your opportunity again to put your name forward, and no doubt that would be due to case on. So the bottom line is that there is a scenario in this government where there's huge issues around with the. The, the cost of living increases based on the war in Ukraine in terms of inflationary issues and all of that. And the government took action in the last budget on it, put five billion back into the economy. And we're able to do that without okay. borrowing an extra All right, okay. Well, that's, that's something... That's something all right, lots, lots and lots of texts. Uh, lots no, lots I, I, I argue differently. Okay, mm-hmm. fair play to Bernie, says, says, says this person. Someone else says, Bernie appears to be confused with her solutions, uh, mm. appearing to be an advocate for sourcing out on post yet outsourcing public services to private companies. It's outrageous. Two sides yeah, of the mouth. That, that, that's absolutely wrong. That's yeah. not what I said. Uh, and someone else is Bernie calling politicians say. snowflakes as mm. they're being abused online is mm. a disgraceful comment. Yeah. I, I don't well, know. The thing about that? is, let all, let all those fingered people that's, uh, that's sending in those comments, <laughs> let every one of them now say right. what's wrong with any solution I put in. Right. End account. Maybe they can help, help them right. out there. What solution that I put okay, forward well, that would not work? There's lots, lots of support coming your way as well, uh, Bernie, I can tell you, and we just can't uh, go through all the comments, there's so many of them this morning. A very, 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 very final comment on the fact that it is Friday the 13th, and indeed Monday apparently is uh, the most depressing day of the year work-wise. I think they're calling it Blue Monday. I think we might be doing something about it on the show mm. on Monday. Do you buy into all that end or not? Friday the 13th, Blue Monday. Ah, I don't, I suppose. Look, at I, 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 I'm glad I've never had a bad experience on a Friday the 13th, thankfully, thank God. Um, Look, some that, that, includes, are, some that includes this morning, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it, it does include mm. this morning, absolutely. Mm. No, like, I'm not, I suppose, you sit down, yeah, full of piss hogs. I, I, that's what, I don't have that. Um, I, look at, you know, Blue Monday, I suppose, January is a present. You only have to look at the weather. Yeah. And in the last couple of days, and you travel from A to B and you see the amount of water in fields and, you know, the coldness and the bitterness and the wind. It's, it's just that time of year uh, in in January. But we look forward, you know, there's 20 or 25 minutes extra in the day now, so 21st of December. We've looked forward to the longer days and hopefully better weather and it's onwards and upwards. We I, can't have a negative... I, I uh, thought you were going to mention the, the, the grand stretch there for a moment. Well... But, I don't know, no, don't, don't. Bernie, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is supposed to be, you know... We and do Blue all Monday and all yeah, that. You buy into that. Say, oh my God, Friday the 13th. Like, but, you know, Friday the 13th is actually a pagan thing. Like, you know, it's a kind of piss rogue and it's a pagan thing. So the way to contract any of those things is I just say on Friday the 13th, I'll, I'll pray to my guardian angel more that day than I will maybe other days. But, you know, that's, you know... Basically, 